podcast is called Pancake Town. You weren't thinking about that? No! You thought it was called <laughs> Emily and Michelle Shoot the Shit. I forgot what it was called. Dot com. When I made the pancake, first pancake analogy. Michelle just made a really good analogy <laughs> before I hit record. <laughs> um, we haven't recorded in oh two months. I was going to say two months, but is that true? I, well, it was like the second was, week of November. Was it before so Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so we might... This might feel like episode three. Right. <laughs> this is our first pancake. Well, and Michelle just said, she's like, yeah, it's like when you throw out the first pancake. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but apparently, you know, because like you throw, you make a pancake and it's shitty. It's so you like throw it in the garbage. It's oily. Or it's thin. And or like yeah. a, part of it burns or yeah. something. I used to always give the first pancake to Ella. <laughs> Um, so this is the this episode is called <laughs> the dog pancake, um, but then Michelle also did not make the connection I, I that she was saying pancake and that our fucking I didn't podcast make the connection is called no pancake it's, it's an analogy that people use. I think we also don't. Yeah, I think it's true that we don't remember that the <laughs> podcast is called Pancake Town. No, because it's it has so little to do with. Pancakes? I mean, like, marketing-wise, was that our best choice? Nope. No. Sure wasn't. But I don't think we thought anyone would listen. Yeah, I think we didn't give a shit. Right. And we currently still don't. Obviously. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, clearly. Obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there might this might be very rambly of an episode. Michelle and I haven't had, like, an actual conversation uh-uh. in two months. And we didn't talk too much before we turned right. it on. Right, we purposely so. tried to just like I think we also both have no idea what we want to talk about. No, so much stuff. Um, we've both been sick, we've both been doing shows, we've both been like having holiday nightmare December season um, and then yeah, now we're I mean, sleepy yeah. and yeah, December was pretty chill as far as I December ag- I go. I agree, I was I was on top of shit. Yeah. Like sometimes it gets on top of you and then it's like the week before Christmas and you like go into a mode. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I could have been fine right now. Yes. Had I not had three sinus infections and the flu. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people like more than normal got sick this season. I hope Like that's I felt like true. everyone I talked to got sick at some point. So usually I get sick right when I stop doing things, yes. right? My body's yeah. like, okay, go, yeah. I've kept it up You're this like, long. You're like, I have a day off and yeah. now I have the flu. Right. And I'll be sick for three to four days, probably on Christmas. Yeah. Fine, whatever. Get over I don't it. give a shit about Christmas. But then I'm better by New Year's. Right. But I managed to get sick um, the day before Christmas, mm-hmm. stay sick all week, and that um, Steve had the flu for Christmas, so then I got the flu for New Year's. Yay! Um, and then once I thought I was getting better from that, I got another sinus infection, which I'm wow. still getting over. Because I know Julie had a sinus infection, like, right before the last minute show. Like, she okay. was even, like, giving me, like, a soft heads up, like what would happen if I had to like not show up. Oh, okay. And then she pushed through and like took, you know, made, made it. Or maybe she was, maybe that was before the holiday show. No, I don't, everything's blurring together for me. For sure. The fact that there were two shows. Yeah. Really fucked with my brain a lot. Like I, the fact that there was like 
a show of hands and then immediately another show of hands. And then like the fact that half of the people in the second one were also in the one before it. Yeah. Every, like people's shows merged for me and people's booth displays and like where people were located and like things that happened at the holiday one. I was like, no, that was the last, didn't that happen at the last minute one? And Josh would be like, that happened a month ago. <laughs> The holiday one feels like it was five months ago. Yes, it feels forever ago. But then I looked at pictures of, um, I had photos from it and then like saw the date of it and there was something in, I don't know, either my photos on my phone or something or maybe Dropbox that said like posted five weeks ago. And I was like, that was only five weeks ago. And then the last minute show, like at one point, I was looking at photos and I'm like, and it was like two weeks ago. I'm like, that was no. two weeks ago? Because it was like in, you know, it was like in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't, that seems like a month ago now. But I mean, it kind of wiped me out, but not in a way that, like the whole season didn't wipe me out in a way that, you know, I had to recover from. Right. I, well, I guess let's, we have, since we haven't talked since before show of hands, yeah. Let's go back. Um, what have you been doing for the last two months? Um, just like our whole holiday experience, because yeah. I did things differently this year. Yes. I did six events. Um, I normally do two. Yeah. And um, lots of wholesale orders going out after the deadline. Yes. But um, that's like to be expected. Tons, lots of me saying no and people respecting it and then me saying no and people pushing anyway. Of course. Um, uh, and like sales were up overall That's and good. we had everything like so under control. It, that was freaking me out. Yes. You were like, maybe I'm forgetting something like, or I'm doing something there wrong. There was never a point where like there was any panic. There was no staying up late. I got tons of sleep. Um, like I worked. And you were sick in the mix of that. That's I got pretty sick at the beginning of December. Yeah. Um, and that was one of my usual short ones where like I can get rid of a cold in four days. Yeah. No problem. <clears throat> can hold on. <clears throat> Still telling Illness sick. break. <laughs> um, um, because I can. I'll like be on it. I'll do my like steaming yeah. thing with the tea yeah, tree the minute oil you're like, I think I'm getting sick. Clarifying yeah. herbs. I'll do that like multiple times a day, vitamins. And I got rid of that one. I did have to do one event with a very high fever, which Oh, sucked. right. I remember you saying um, that. But I got rid of that cold and wasn't sick for like two weeks. Yeah. And then it just all like happened at once but the whole time I was like well let we have to be ready for you know the chaos right you know that holiday chaos yes let's be ahead of it and I mean Steve said because we've been running at such a high speed for so many months that it just never it didn't felt, feel yeah like you were suddenly doing more and because yeah. um like the wholesale obviously kind of dropped off a bit um, yes, in December and so retail felt like a fucking breeze. Yeah. Like, I think what's sending, you know, a couple things per order versus 20 right. to 50 things per order. Right. You know, like. Well, and it helps a lot when you don't have a time. Like, if you don't. I feel like there are some seasons where, like, every single customer you deal with is a 
piece of shit. I had a couple th- that, that makes were it worse. so weird. They were hilarious. I know, yeah. But I mean, I, I love that people like there are multiple people that have now gotten in the habit of sending me like screen caps of emails from people, which I'm like, I'm glad that I'm this person. <laughs> like, I'm glad that I'm <laughs> glad that I'm the one like on the receiving end of this because I think people know like they can send it to me and I'll be like, fuck that person. I What's did wrong do that them? recently to you. But I feel like it is weird to me that like, I mean, some people totally get like store owners, especially like some of them are so like they get it and they understand what their part of the deal is. And then some of them are so terrible mm. and just like, I mean, Julie has a couple of people that like are just like the worst people in the Shop world. Owners? Shop owners. And I'm like, <laughs> And part of me is like, really have I don't that. care how much yeah. money they give you. You need to tell that. Like, you should just, like, make them feel bad for losing you as a, as a customer. Like, you should just be like, I'm not going to work with you anymore because you're terrible. And then just walk away. <laughs> but, I would like, it'd be nice if that was, if that was an easy thing to do. Instead had, of being like, or I could get $1,000. <laughs> I had a scenario that I still feel bad about and I felt bad about for weeks um in which uh i think it was the day before thanksgiving yeah um, of course uh two stores emailed me about placing what they called large wholesale orders so i appreciate that they said large because what did they mean by large i don't know because i never they never did place the orders oh because awesome. i said it's past my date yeah um the soonest i can get this to you would be in two weeks right because um, they wanted it like now, and it's like it's the day before. Yeah, they wanted it like for Small Business Friday or Small Business I know, Saturday. Yeah, like, and I you're like yeah, know. that's tomorrow. Um, and so I said no yeah. to both of them, and um, but that I could ship it on. I think it was December seventh. Um, yeah, if they wanted, and they both just didn't place the orders. But meanwhile, I'm accepting orders through uh, Fair yeah. and shipping those in two weeks. Right. And um, I had one store that, like, told me she completely misordered and, like, really needed more stuff. So, of course, I do that. Um, And these things are all arriving in December. Yeah. And I feel bad because, I I, I mean, I didn't say, no, I can't send you anything. Anything? I said, no, I can't send it to you in two days, but I can send it to you in two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt bad that they ended up with nothing. Yeah, when all these other stores got orders, but they didn't get know. orders in two days. No, not they in two got days. orders in your expected right, right, time right. frame. I think that it's fair for people to like. I mean, when I was a store owner, I never like. I never had the thought that like oh, they should make amends for me. Like, I never once would... Like, even people that I sold a ton of their stuff, I never in a million years would be like, I can't believe you're not getting me this stuff, like, in the time frame that I need it, when obviously my time frame is unreasonable. Something I noticed a trend of is uh, the stores asking if I had... If there was, like, a list I could send them of inventory that's just made and sitting around for them. And I'm thinking, first of all, that would take forever for me to make you that list. So I'm not doing that. And second of all, 
I do have inventory sitting around. It's for retail orders and my events. Right. Where I make. I think people, I think shop owners you know, deal with such a wide range of vendors sure. that like yeah. once one person does something weird and unreasonable for them, yeah. they kind of are like, well, that other person did that. That other person has a bunch of shit lying around in a drawer and mm-hmm. just gave it to me. So maybe this person does. And I think, I think most of the time, none of it is like being malicious or like needy or something. You know what I mean? No, like I it's think lit- trying I think to it- be, I think they're literally right. I think they're yeah. literally just like, oh, what if I we did this and what? Like, I think it's more like being naive and being, but then it's the point where you say, "This is my policy. This is what I do. This is where I stand. This is what I'm saying no to," and then they don't say, "Thank you. I appreciate your help. Goodbye." They say, "No, no, 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 no." You know, like yeah. it's it's that moment when they choose to push you instead of just going. I understand. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I wish that more store owners would be, would understand that, like, you have yeah. policies. Like, you're a store owner. You know what policies I know. are. And it's also, you the, have returned the day things before with Thanksgiving. Your right. Like, the fact that you wouldn't want a shopper to walk in and demand a bunch of shit from you the day before a holiday and go against your policies, why are you not able to apply that? I know. To someone else. Right. Like, I planned really well. Right. Like, my event inventory prep worked out pretty perfect. Yeah. Like, I did have to do some light restocking. Yeah. But um, I managed to have enough to get me through all the events and have leftover inventory that yeah. now goes towards my big goal for this year, which is having inventory that I can pull for wholesale orders. Yeah. It just has to happen. Yeah. Um, it's literally think, my only I mean, goal for I the year. I think that's part of it, too, is that I think a lot of stores, I mean, a lot of people in general, like stores and retail customers alike, really don't see beyond themselves. Like, they, sure. they're they like, I'm a store. I need stuff. They don't remember that, like, you might sell to a hundred other stores that I are all do. in line, <laughs> right? Like, oh God, they don't gross. know that. And then <coughs> they also don't understand Sorry, that, guys. like, you might... Like, yes, they might have vendors that literally sell to two stores, but then they can't assume that. They shouldn't assume that every vendor is, like, small potatoes. And also, like, especially in the holidays, like, how you don't realize that, yeah, of course I have a bunch of inventory lying around. I made a shit ton of it because I'm about to go into the busiest season of the entire year. Of course I have 40 of that necklace. Yeah. But, like, I'm not... That doesn't mean I'm giving them to you. In general, (laughs) like... Uh, retail customers expect their order to ship much faster than yes, a wholesale order absolutely. should ship. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then there's that why thing I've too. done things that way. That's the other thing is like the wholesale and consignment people kind of applying the rules of retail to themselves where like when you have a sale, they're like, oh, can I get the sale? Or like, oh, is there yeah, sale? you yeah. know, or like, oh, there's free shipping. Can I get free shipping? Or like, oh, you turn around. It says your retail orders turn around in this merit period of time. Why don't my, why doesn't yeah. mine? Um, and you're like, I've you're had not to the same. Like remind one store owner that I will never post about read or um, wholesale policies yeah, on my Instagram. Not. That's not what it's for. No. Anything I talk about on social media is directed towards retail, retail customers. customers. Yeah. And don't like, I don't know. It's the, it's <clears throat> kind of the like self-centeredness of it where like they just 
are like, well, it can't hurt to ask. Like that. No, feel. And it's and like, and you're like, it kind of does hurt to ask. It kind of makes you look like, or maybe you don't I just need to be me. tougher about yeah. not I mean, caring. I think, I think most know? small business owners need to be tougher. Like I think yeah. as a general rule, like we are very worried about upsetting people and we're worried about people like taking, like retaliating against sure. us because of the internet world we've all created where like someone can just go and like talk shit about you on Instagram or like post something on your Facebook page and like people are so afraid of that yeah that they don't want to be like like people are worried that saying these are my policies comes off as you being like mean or bitchy or and rude after I had said no I was worried that they right? thought I was mean and bitchy and then it's like why do we care one like we one store care. didn't respond at all and I thought yeah. great she's mad at me it was a good store but in my I just my lost feeling it is always like fuck that person but it's not true because I'm shipping her stuff out today or <laughs> Steve is because I packed it up yesterday right so see she came back um and the other shop owner said oh my god I totally understand you must be crazy so like I moved away from that one I will give an example of a case where asking um, even though it was a weird situation turned out great for both parties Um, the show I did in Nashville was not as good for me as it had been last year and I was sort of freaking out about it And uh, at the end of the show, well, towards the end of the show, um, a woman who had a booth two down from me came over, said she owns a store. Yeah. um, Which is funny because I actually, she has a very tiny store in a small town in Tennessee. And I follow her store on Instagram already. Yeah. Like, she thought it was insane that I did. I'm like, see, look. (laughs) Um, I'll prove it. She's like, I'm... like I'd love to get in touch for placing an order. Um, and so we talked and whatever, um, at the very end of the show, she's like, you know what, do you have anything you could sell to me right now? Wholesale. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, please. Because I had to take everything in my backpack yeah. home. Um, so for the first time ever, you were happy to like, it light, like it. lightning. Yep. My load was a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know how like, sometimes customers assume like mm-hmm. you'll give a like, deal at the end it's like off? no you want to take this home right <clears throat> and like yeah i was just going to use the inventory for the three more events i had mm-hmm. however it did make it so that my bag actually fit in the overhead bins because <laughs> it did not on the well, way and there you didn't have to go home and like prepare a wholesale order you'd right. already done it and like the extra money at the end of mm-hmm. the show helped it didn't make me meet my goal but it sure made yeah. me feel better because yeah. it was like 200 bucks. Yeah. Um, so she's happy because now she has stuff yeah, in her and store and she placed stuff. another order yeah. yesterday. Nice. Um, so win-win on right. that one. Yeah. And she felt pretty nervous asking me because she yeah. knows the deal. She like has her own line and a store. Yeah. She knows both sides of it. Yeah. And a rare scenario where that worked out for yeah. me otherwise i i told her i'm like normally i'd say no but um yes and hell i think yes. that's fair like i think that there are scenarios where like yeah like feel free to be open and communicate with your shop owners and have them be open and communicate with you like that's a yeah. great relationship to establish but like it's the point where people get like i don't know kind of just intolerant and be in like 
no, I'm not like, oh, you said no to me. Well, I'm trying well, to, I'm yeah. trying to give you money. I'm trying to be your customer. Like, don't have that attitude. I think like, I you mentioned. You have to be at least aware of like, yes, I understand that I'm, it's kind of that thing of whenever somebody approaches you and says like, like if somebody acknowledges that they're possibly being rude or possibly being offensive, oh, yeah. it's different than if you just say something offensive. Sure. Like if somebody's like, I don't, you know, I'm sorry if this comes off this way. Like, there's something even that really helps it, it goes a long it does way. it goes a long way even though like you when you say it you're like well no she still said something offensive it's like well no she she's showing that she's aware yeah that like she doesn't intend it this way and i'm gonna say it out you know but it's it is that weird idea that like you can tell with people like you can tell when you interact with somebody like whether or not they're trying to take advantage of you or if they genuinely are like, I don't want to take advantage of you, but can I ask you this question? Absolutely. <laughs> I think I mentioned like um, when it happened several months ago, a new store that was like desperate for my jewelry to be in their store, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she was like, can I, just can I just come to your studio nope. and pick out from what you have? Nope. And I told her no. And then that was like through my website. Mm -hmm. And then she asked again. And I said no. And then she contacts me through fair. Cause there's a little messaging Ugh. thing and asked me the same question oh as God. if she thought she was going to get a different person from my company to say, yes, people are so, <laughs> I mean, there are some people that genuinely believe believe that if they push you and push you and push you and push you, you will. I'm just gonna you dig will my cave. heels in. And my my yeah, yeah, I am the opposite of that. Like, yeah. like the more you push me, the the more likely I am to tell you to net to fuck off yeah. forever. Like I think a lot of people are like that though. So I don't know very, why that's a I mean, technique I don't anyone know uses. Why some like the, how these people have learned. Did I tell you, did I talk to you at all about the lady that I kicked out of the holiday show? Uh-uh. For I real? I don't think so. I, I mean. Not the last minute show. The one that was like on the Friday night. She, that was the night when it was ticketed and it was sold out. No. Like, I can't even remember talking to you at all. Those right? three days were a blur. And I feel like we hadn't had, like, because we hadn't recorded since no. before then. Right? right. So, like, when would I have told you about no, it? No, I don't know any gossip from the show. I mean, she, she, this woman was a perfect example of a customer, like the whole, the whole idea of like a customer being like, if I just bully the shit out of everyone I can possibly bully, I will get my way. And, and unfortunately for her, the last person she talked to was me. Ugh. And so she did not get her way. Um, should I tell this story right now? Yeah. Several of you listening have heard this story like firsthand. Um, she, so the, the Friday night of uh -huh. our, of show of hands, the holiday show is a ticketed event. It's meant to be like a sneak preview of the vendors. And it's supposed to be more like a party. And like, it's a nice thing for people to come to. Cause it's not just like the whole crowd. It's like a smaller group of people. Yeah. And, for the past couple of years, we, we sell out, like we sell out days before the show. And like this year we didn't sell out super fast, but it's, it did sell out like the day of, and I had already, and we have like an understanding with architectural artifacts about like, or artifact events about like it, you know, we don't want to max out the space. Yeah. We don't, there's like a, there's literally a security limit and a fire and safety limit sure. to how many people can be in the space. 
And for the Friday night, most people come and like stay the whole time. Like it's not like Saturday when like, yeah, thousands of people walk through, but never at any one time are there a thousand people in the room. I don't know. It certainly <laughs> felt I mean, there like was a it. Po- yeah. There was a couple points there where there were several points where it felt like it. There was a couple points where the security guard was like, do we need to check people <clears throat> at the door? Like, do we need to like keep people outside? Oh. And so I, we just kind of kept an eye on it. But the Friday night one, like we cap it at a certain amount because we don't, you know, it should be like whoever's in here is in here. And like the point is not to have a massive crowd. It's supposed to be enjoyable for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So these two women. So I wasn't at the front most of the time. Like I had, I think, three volunteers at the front. Nissa was at the front doing coat check. Um, and then I think there were two other people at some point. I guess there, yeah, I think there were three volunteers at this point. And so I had told them the, the show is sold out, but we are going to do tickets at the door. Okay. So, and I've posted that on Instagram. I've let people know a lot of vendors were asking me like, Hey, my friend wants to come. Are there still tickets? And so just so that people aren't like flaming mad, like it's amazing how angry people get about it when I'm, and it's not like, the whole show is ticketed and also there's two full days. There's literally what? 14 more hours of the show yeah. that are not ticketed. Like just come back tomorrow. But people get the things that people say to me are shocking. Like the, the anger about a craft show that you could have bought tickets to a month ago is absolutely disturbing to me. Like every time I will never get over it. Because every time all I want to say to them is like, are you fucking kidding me that like you're this upset, but they're upset. They're trying to for, they're trying to be extra upset to make you cave and make yeah. you give them something. I mean, it's because people are used to having to do that to get their way from like Amazon. Absolutely. And so I've, I've learned that like, I have to have rules in place. I have to have policies that I cannot bend and I don't bend them. Like if, even if a vendor is like, my mom wants to come. And if we've, if, if at that point they are sold out, then I'm like, we're sold out. Like I can't, I don't want it to start to become this thing where it's like, oh, well, if you tell them you're this or you tell them it's your mom or you do that, like then they'll let you in. No, like I can see it getting bigger and every year it gets more problematic. And so this year there were these two women that came in and I guess Nissa and Kelsey both talked to her. Um, Nissa, I told them to stop selling tickets at five thirty. Okay. So I basically was like, that's at that point because I didn't know how many people were going to show up without tickets, but on Instagram, I basically said like, you have to come at five if you mm-hmm. want tickets. Cause they're, we're going to sell them out and they're going to be gone. And if you show up and there are no more tickets, you're going to have to go home. And so I told them, I said, rather than like count how many more, like just, just stop selling them at five thirty. Mm-hmm. So at like six fifteen, so it's not even like it's five thirty-five. Sure. like at six fifteen. I'm talking to Anne from Lalo workshop in her booth and Kelsey comes up and she's like, we have a problem. And I'm like, cool. Great. (laughs) And like my attitude always like now it's just like, bring it on. What could it possibly be? Like, I'll deal with it. I'm sure it's terrible. So she starts to explain to me that there's this woman at the front that has been like, that talked to Nissa first. Nissa explained to her that there were no more tickets. The woman was immediately angry 
um, and told her, like, started, kind of started listing things that they were all pretty sure were lies, where, like, she started with, we drove for an hour to get here. Sure. And then it changed to, we drove for an hour and a half to get here. And then there was mention of they had got they had to get babysitters to come to this. And then there was mention of that one of the it was one of the women's birthdays. Like it just <laughs> like every time Nissa said no, they would yeah. bring up something else to make to in my opinion make Nissa feel bad enough yeah. that she would just be like, okay, fine, just come on in. But I had instructed them like no one gets in, like that's the end of the story. And like you can tell people. And, and I had told Nissa specifically, like, if somebody gets angry, just come and get me. Like, I, I will be the one that I'm always happy to be the bitch. I'm, all, I'm the boss. There's no one higher than me. And people understand that. So, like, if anything needs to happen, just come and get me and I will tell them no. And then if they don't leave, the security guard will make them leave. So Kelsey comes and gets me and she said, you know, we talked to her like three times. We explained to her that we were turning people away and that she was no different than anyone else. Yeah. And that the show was happening tomorrow. She's yeah. more than welcome to come back tomorrow. And um, and then Kelsey said something funny about how she had gotten out this piece of paper that was like, um, and the woman was calling it an invitation, that she had this invitation. And Kelsey was like, I'm pretty sure, she's like, I'm pretty sure it's just the postcard to the show. Yeah, probably. And I was like, awesome so she she's a lunatic that thinks she's been given an invitation to this event and that that somehow is the ticket like it's the same as when remember we had the problem with the vendors being given coupon codes yeah and people were showing up and saying their coupon code to me and i'm like you had to go get a ticket yeah like you had to buy a ticket just because it was free you had to use the coupon code to make it free. Or people not using their coupon code until yes, and after they're sold, sold out. And then they're like, but I have a coupon code. I'm like, congratulations. That doesn't make it not sold out. Yeah. So I basically was like, okay, this just sounds like a matter of like, she's very confused and she is trying to argue argue her way into what she wants. And I was like, I'll come talk to her if She's you want. She's mad at herself for driving yes. an hour and a half to an to event that, that she, she didn't, didn't have, have a ticket to. for. It, and, hold, and she's holding a piece of paper that literally says, you need tickets for this thing that you're coming to, but you don't have tickets. Yeah. So I, Kelsey said, she's like, I'm happy to go back and tell her that you said no, like rather than bother you and yeah. make you come talk to her. And I said, if you're comfortable doing that, I, w- I feel like I would rather you do that because I would rather not give her the satisfaction sure of having gotten the manager to come talk to her. Like people love that shit where they're like, I got the yeah. boss to say yes. And all yeah. you peons said no. Yeah. So I was like, I'd rather empower you guys to tell her no again. And, and hopefully that will make her leave. And I said, if she just won't leave, come back and I will come talk to her. So literally five minutes yeah. goes by and Kelsey comes back. And so I'm like, cool, bring it on. And several people, I didn't remember this, but like several people were like, you had a cocktail in your hand <laughs> like the whole time you were talking to this lady. And it was amazing that like, it was just like added bonus that I was like getting very forceful with her. But I had this like cocktail with like with a the rosemary, rosemary sprig yeah. sticking out of it. I and had I was one like, of those. Those were strong. It was as real fun. good. So I had this cocktail in my hand and I walk up and I was like, 
my thing with shoppers especially is like you have to kill them with kindness sure yeah so i didn't i kind of went into it like pretending like kelsey had told me nothing okay because i wanted to see how she would talk to me yeah yeah so I walked right up to her with a big smile on my face and I said, how are you ladies? This is a How's great it going? Technique. I love it. It works every time, yeah. especially when people are like, and unfortunately, especially with women. Yeah. No, women versus women we to are women. so mean to each they're other. They're so catty and we mean really and manipulative. Need to stop doing it. And so I was like, I'm just going to smother these women with friendly, yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. having a good time. I don't care about your problem. That is my entire customer service it technique. Totally works. Up right so there. I walk yeah. right up to them and I said, hi ladies. How are, what's the problem? What's going on? Tell fill me in. And so she's holding, I see what she's holding. She's holding the new city ad. Oh, so we put a new city ad oh, awesome. in and it was, but it's literally the postcard. It's the same artwork as sure. the postcard. Okay. So it's just the show of hands logo. It says that this many vendors are going to be there. Here's the address. And it says Friday and the times and tickets, $5. And then the dates for Saturday, Sunday. And it says for more information and tickets, show of hands, Chicago.com. Is there like a tiny part of you that's like, yay, the ad worked. I kind of want totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, She's holding this ad that she has cut out of the magazine. Oh, that's... Right? Uh, so she's cutting yeah, it out of the magazine. Yeah. She's holding it. It is kind of cool. And so I see it and I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, okay, well, just to clarify, like, that's an ad. Yeah. Like, and 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 to be, like, I don't want to be judgmental or, like, ageist or anything. Sure. But, like, she was an older lady. She wasn't elderly. I would say she was probably 10 years older than I me. I'm so frightened of the day when we become... When we become the, the assholes yeah, that, that younger that people are like, this lady is crazy. Don't get I'm sure that I'm things. already there for some people. Yeah. So she's standing there. The woman she's with is not talking. She is very, like... I, I can tell already that she is a person that does this to a lot of people. Like I immediately, the way she starts talking to me, I'm like, you, you beat people into submission on a regular basis. Yeah. Like you talk down to pretty much anyone that won't give you what you want. So I stood there and it, unfortunately it was very crowded. I was standing in the front of the show. So there was like a huge, there were a big group of girls in the very front waiting for an Uber. <laughs> And then there were a bunch of people at the coat check. Nissa was on one side of me. Kelsey was on the other side of me. There were people coming in and out on like literally inches from my face as I'm like kind of yelling at this woman. Like it didn't start that way. And for some reason I just didn't, I was so focused on her that I didn't think about that. There was a bunch of people watching this happening, but I, I basically said to her, like, oh, okay, so, here, like, I see what you're holding. Like, do you see that on here it says tickets are $5? And she's like, yes, and so we're here, and then I'm told that there are no tickets. Like, it should – she literally said the words to me. It should say on here that they would be sold out. And I said – What? I said, that makes no sense. I said, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. You can't post an ad. I said, if the United Center – had a concert for you too and they posted it in the tribune they wouldn't write might sell out underneath the ticket price they wouldn't even they wouldn't write any indication of that you the customer would need to get a ticket try to get a ticket and then be told they've sold out and then you would go home like you wouldn't drive to the united center without tickets for the u2 concert 
And she's like, it says on it. She kept saying it over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, just because you keep repeating what you're saying doesn't make yeah. it a point. Like, that doesn't help your argument. So then I realized, oh, my God, I'm arguing with someone that, like, doesn't yeah. understand what I'm and arguing. And who's determined she's to win. So de- I mean, she was so determined. So then she just started getting mean. So, like, her, her response to that was, like, to keep... So then she started mentioning that she drove here for an hour. So she she said... She says to me, oh, well, like, we drove an hour to get here. And I was like, oh, Kelsey told me it was an hour and a half <laughs> because Kelsey had told me that. And they were like, well, yeah, well, yes, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't... I said, I don't really care. I said, that has nothing to do with me. I said, Nissa has turned down... 40 to 50 people that are exactly in the same position you're in. And I said, to let you in is to break a policy. It's to break a rule that no one else got to break. And I'm certainly not going to reward you, the person who has been mean and bullying to both of my employees and myself. I'm not going to give you tickets when the nice people who respected us and our policies have turned around and gone home. Yeah. So, like, why do you think that I, you know, and I basically was just like, I would love for you to explain to me why you think the person that has been rude and disrespectful and a bully would get what they want and the nice people wouldn't. And she's like, I'm not a bully. I'm not a bully. <laughs> she's like, I, how dare, she was like, how dare you call me a bully? I'm like, the, the definition of bullying is when you manipulate another person into doing what you want, when you treat them badly and negatively and you don't care about, what like, why you're doing that like you're being selfish and you're being a bully you're harassing my employees and she was just like no this is very misleading so then she starts into this whole thing about how my ad is misleading and that it should again 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 it should say on here that it should that it's going to sell out and i said that is the most like ridiculous thing i've ever heard in my life i said there's no i said i'm not even going to have a conversation with you about how my ad should have predicted the future that's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. And I said, it's not helping you. And so I said, do you see on here that it says you need to go to the website? And then she says the best thing I've ever heard anyone say in my life. I don't do the internet. Uh. So she literally says, I don't do the internet. And I said, well, maybe you need to. And I said, because clearly the internet is a place that gives out information that would have prevented you from driving an hour and a half to come to an event that you didn't have also, tickets for. like, okay, my mom doesn't exactly do, do the, the internet, internet except for, I did hear her say casually that she was paying bills online, which I think is <laughs> doing like, the oh, internet. Yeah, that's super but doing the like, internet. Um, you fu- like, she's had me do things for her all the time. Like, yeah. she found something she wanted to get my brother for Christmas, but they didn't have it at any stores in Rockford. I'm yeah. like, I'll just order it on Amazon, have it sent to you. You can wrap it up and send it to him. Mm-hmm. And then she wrote me a check for it, which I just noticed is still <laughs> in my wallet because I forgot about it. Um, but like there, come on, you know, someone I mean, who I, can, and it doesn't matter. Like it's irrelevant. Like, yeah. It's irrelevant to the argument. It doesn't make the tickets not sold out. It doesn't make the fact that you've already been very rude and disrespectful f- to two of my employees any different. Always, I hate breaking the rules for for the that, mean and that's, people. And that is exactly... The whole time I was We're standing there... We're rules people. My brain was going back and forth yeah. between, do I just shut this lady up and let her in? Yeah. Or do I stand my ground for people... Like, for all the people that treat all of my... All I could yeah. think of the whole time I was talking to her 
was, is she going to go into my show now and be fucking yeah, rude yeah, yeah, to yeah. all of my yeah, vendors? Is yeah. she going to stand in front of Julie and haggle her on a price of a mug? Yeah, is yeah. she going to make everyone's life miserable? Then I definitely don't want her to come in here. So I stood there and I just kind of, I kept saying, I, there was a point where she kept arguing with me because, and I just thought, is she going to just argue with me for another hour? Yeah. Like, is she just so stubborn that she's going to stand here and just try and wear me down? And then I thought, I, I could battle this out with her till the end. Like, I am, I am the person. Like, I am that stubborn. Yeah. That I will stand here and just talk to her for as long. I will spend for the rest, the rest of, the of night. my night. Oh, it's over. Talking. I will Guess. get, I will get yeah. Kelsey to go get me another drink while I stand here. <laughs> and so finally I just said, I, I said something to her. I, there was a moment where Nissa actually turned someone away, like yeah. next to where we were yeah, standing. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And I said, I said, I am not arguing with you anymore. I said, you've been told by multiple people, multiple times that there are no more tickets. Two people just kindly walked away when they were told that there were no more tickets instead of standing here and arguing with me and being very rude and very disrespectful. And every time I call her rude or disrespectful, she would be like, <gasps> like she would be so aghast and upset by it. And I said, I said, the fact is, is that even if I could let you in, which I can't. And then I started rattling off a bunch of stuff about fire the codes. fire codes yeah. and the safety regulations and lawsuits in the city of Chicago. And I basically was like, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't at this point, like yeah. I wouldn't do it because that would be me saying that you are better than everyone else we've turned away and you are not. And she was just like, I can't, oh, and, and she was like, well, she's like, this is just terrible. She's like, you've done a terrible job. And like this ad is very misleading and you should really think about like how you're misleading people and how wrong it is. And I was like, I, all I wanted to do was say, doesn't look like I'm misleading anyone. looks like this place yeah. is jam packed with it people was. and everyone is going to be glad that you were sent home. But so she just basically like, I think she got to the point where she saw that I was not. Yeah. I, it was done. Yeah. Like we're, I'm going to argue with you. I will go head to head with you until the doors locked at the end. And so finally she just like huffed and puffed and like turned and started walking away. And I was like, Oh, and I even looked at Kelsey like, Oh shit. Like she just, she's done, I guess. Like, cool. Great. So I kind of stood there like frozen for a minute and but you could, I could tell that a bunch of people wanted to say stuff to me, but everybody, yeah. it was great because everybody knew like, let her get out the door before anyone reacts, like be respectful. Like, and then that, yeah. that pissed me off even more because I was like, so all these strangers witnessed this woman being a bully and yet they all chose to respect her. They all Instead respected going, her. <laughs> They all, I mean, they could have been a bitch like she was being, but instead they all were kind enough to, to not react at all. And then once she got out the door and the door closed, I turned to Kelsey and I was like, I said, oh my God, tell me I didn't swear. Like my first, my <laughs> first thought was, oh my God, a bunch of people just witnessed that. Did I swear? Like, did I say fuck or shit or asshole or anything? Did I say something, anything terrible? And she's like, no, that she's like, it was awesome. She's like, you, you did great. And then the group of women that was in the front, I didn't notice until that moment when she had left that there was a bunch of people. I mean, there were like seven people standing uh -huh. at the front door who all watched 
all of it. Like they, not only did they see me talk to her, they saw Nissa talk to her and Kelsey talk to her. So they witnessed everyone's interaction with her. And this one girl is standing there and she's on her phone and she looks up to me and she's like, she starts to look, make eye contact with me and look at me and I'm like, oh shit, someone, someone's going to be like, you were a bitch or like, you shouldn't have said that or something. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to, now I'm in for it. Yeah. And she goes, can I just give you a high five? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure. And so she high fives me and she's like, we all work retail. And she's like, that was the best oh, thing I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. And she's like, you told her she was a bully to her face. And I'm like, she was, she was a bully. And they were like, we saw her with your employees and they were, and she was like, she was way nicer to you than she was to your employees. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I said, well, I should, I wish I had been meaner to her then because fuck that lady. And so like, so then basically like she left and I was just like my next step, like if she just wasn't going to leave yeah. was to tell Kelsey to go get the security guard Yeah, yeah. and just, he could just That's stand behind me yeah. and be like, this guy is going to make you leave if you don't want to leave on your own. And then we'll see how that goes down. That'll probably end up on the news. So like, please do that. Cause I'd love the press. It'd be amazing. So after she leaves, um, I basically just like talked to Nissa and Kelsey and I said, I just want you to know that like. I'm glad that you stood your ground and I'm glad that you adhered to our policies. And they both were like, we're glad that you like backed us up. Like you could have very easily come out there and been like, no, it's fine. And yeah. then everything we had just told her would be like completely invalid. Cause that's what you're used to working. Right. Retail. The manager just comes and is like, Oh, here's yep. a gift certificate. I'm so sorry for your inconvenience. And then like your employees have done their job. Yeah, And then we look like, and we then were, you look like an asshole. Yeah. I had one boss at Blick who would, stand up for all of us yeah, and my, he'd come I'm, down and be like my manager at paper source was the same just way just like a just fucking totally, hero yeah. and he'd lay into the customer yeah. and tell them to leave and like i just feel like oh, it was so it, it was magical just standing there and so yeah and feeling like just just part of me wanted to be like, I want to make sure this woman never fucking comes back here ever again. Also, she gave up her one. Um, I God, here we go with not, not being able to think of words yeah. while I'm being recorded. Like, OK, in today's uh, time of technology, yeah. we all have this one thing that we can hold over people in these scenarios. And at that's the internet yes. and she gave it up yeah she told you yeah, she doesn't she do the doesn't internet do so what does she somebody, have that's what somebody's gonna take out an ad and tell people i was like oh i was like oh i bet she'll probably go and like write a facebook review and then i was like nope, nope. she didn't do the internet she she gave herself up <laughs> she doesn't do the internet so what she's gonna tell her three Wait, friends so, so the icing and the cherry and the sprinkles on this shit cake <laughs> oh my god is <laughs> is that she came back on Saturday what? and shopped. She was back on Saturday. At the very end of the day, like at 4.30 on Saturday, she, I, I was standing, t I think I was talking to Jenny at Fern and Metal, and I looked over and was like, oh my God. And they were both like, whoa, what's happening? We're like, what are you reacting to? And I'm like, I have to tell you a story right now. So I like really quickly told yeah. them the story of like kicking this woman out. And I'm like, she's right there. Like she's literally shopping. She didn't bring her friend back whose birthday it was. 
she was there by herself shopping. And so then that made me even more angry because then I'm like, you fought me tooth and nail. And then you, it was very easy for you to just come back on the day that it was free. Like, how dare you? How dare you act like this was the only time you could come? We got a babysitter. We did all these I things. I can't believe she came back. And then you just showed, right? Like, who, how are that you is that weird. delusional? That is very weird. And then, like, you think you're going to come back and then, like, I'm not going to be there? But guess what? That's true of most shows. Sure. Why would I be there? Yeah. There's no reason for me to be there. Oh, my God. So then I was like, ooh, I've truly made it. Like, people think that my show is so okay. big <laughs> that they can make a scene, almost get kicked out by security, and come back, and no one will notice. Do you guys know her name? No. Oh, okay. I don't know her name. You know why? Because she didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> um, if I yeah. saw her again, I would if know who it was. If you described her, it wouldn't oh, do me no, any good anyway. absolutely not. Um, and if I, I just don't remember. If I saw her again... Yeah. I would absolutely know that it was her okay. for sure. Like I'm, I mean, that's the way I am with, I have whatever the opposite of face blindness is like the guy that I was going to say, I have face blindness. Yeah. So I'm like, um, is that, I mean, it's an arrested development reference. I have the for opposite, me. opposite of face um, blindness where I can see somebody. And then like years later, I'll be like, I know exactly who you are and why I know you I and mean, where just you're like from. Two days ago, I was telling Steve that I'm pretty sure I have some degree of face blindness because Josh I, there may be three people in our apartment building that I could pick out on the street by face. <laughs> the apartment <laughs> like, building that you've I've lived in for like for several years. years. <laughs> um, the people who live next door to us, I, I told Steve, I'm like, I have no idea what the girl looks like. And the guy has like brown hair and sometimes maybe a beard. I don't know. Just a guy. <laughs> Some man. I, I wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what their names are either. He's like, it's Mark and Megan. I'm You're like, like no, what, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, that's what Josh is. I'll say, I'll like start <laughs> to talk about somebody. Usually it's like a show of hands vendor where I'll be like, oh, you know, so-and-so said this and told me about this. And he's like, who are you talking about? And like, I mean, there was like a full year where I had to say Julie, Long Dog Dandy. And he's like, oh. got it, got it. Now I can okay. just say Julie. And he's like, okay, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but it took him a while. Yeah, I don't know what that. But yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> the fact that I even saw Oh, that's a good story. Well, it's, I mean, it, there's always one. Like, I feel like every show there's, there's one. There's like so, something. Like, do you feel like you need to change things like not because of her obviously you can't make my all my ads say this show might sell out please use the no, internet like, <laughs> obviously the best lesson is like don't make any changes for these crazy people because no. they will be crazy no matter what absolutely and you cannot you cannot anticipate the crazy you How cannot I'm, know i'm more um curious about the fact that like 50 plus people tried to Oh, nice yeah. people tried oh, to get in sure. and mm -hmm. couldn't get in and like what if anything is there to do about it nothing no, i think nothing kind of sucks i think nothing i think it just create it has to create an environment where people understand that they need to buy their tickets early and and that if they don't they won't get in do and then they'll have to come on a different day the fact that um a certain number of people probably buy their tickets online and then don't go um, I mean, that's, that is potentially possible. I, we, we would definitely have to move into like having a scanner and like legit, like checking in each person and matching them to their name instead of just having them like show us a ticket Yeah. to, to make sure that, you know, to see like, 
oh, did we sell 500 tickets, but only 432 yeah, yeah. people yeah. showed up? Um, and yeah, because I am making broad assumptions that like if you spent five dollars, you're gonna show up, but that's not true. There, I think are, there just could like be weather considerations. Right. People will be like, people eh, stuff it was falls, just five dollars, right, five bucks, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for like up in the ante on like how we check in people. The problem is, is that I've gone to other shows. So like Chicago Artisan Market, like was very weird about their whole ticket situation where like they made you get tickets. But then when you got there, um, like you would you, on the ticket thing, it was like, come to the front and like have your ticket and show us your ID. And then when we got to the front, no one wanted to see our ID and no one checked my ticket. They looked up my name on a list. Oh. And then the girl that checked my name, like couldn't read or know the alphabet. So like it took her, I had to find my own name on the list <laughs> And it, and it just took forever. It was just such an, it was a very annoying, like, I just want to shop. Like, yeah. why, like, because you're disorganized and don't know how to check tickets, I have to stand in line for 12 minutes when I could be shopping. Like, that seems like a hiccup in the process. So, like, I don't, if it's 500 people trying to get in the door, I don't want... I don't want there to be this, like, everybody has to stand in line yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, take that extra time to get in so we i would want to make sure it was very seamless and literally like i mean i would literally get like a scanner so that people like the person at the front could literally be like scanning yeah. the qr yeah, yeah. code that's on the ticket yeah. and hopefully that could make it pretty streamlined but also we have the problem at architectural artifacts of the wi-fi being pretty unreliable so like that whole system has to be attached to wi-fi and so then that creates a problem. Okay. So like the reason why we've just done it so like casual is because I don't want to, I don't want it to be this like hindrance for people to just, I just want people to get in the door and buy stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess I w would err on the side of overselling like then, you know? Right. And I mean, so far we've, it seems like we've gotten to a point where like, capping it at 500 seems pretty reasonable like that both allows it to sell out which kind of creates you know a desire to come to the show the the true reason for the entire i mean the entire reason for the friday night thing mm -hmm. from a business standpoint is a it allows load in to be on friday yeah, yeah. and makes my rental fee for that day worth it because i'm adding value to the show for the vendors but also, it's a marketing ploy. It's a thing that happens on Friday night that uh, then everyone's posting things. The vendors are all posting things. They're like, hey, we're here. Check out my booth. It's, it's like it's literally a preview marketing wise to make people last minute show up for Saturday, Sunday. Well, also, like as someone who has been in every show of hands, <laughs> um, I recall that we used to drop our stuff off on Friday afternoons. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like when you decided to start doing a Friday night event, like it made sense. It's like, I brought my I already stuff. Did this. I was yeah. going to bring my stuff yep. there on Friday afternoon. Anyway, mm -hmm. I might as well set up. Um, I think some people did set up on yeah. Fridays when they yeah. dropped their stuff off. Um, and then make some money, which it's not just making some money. It's making more than my booth feedback. Well, right. And some people have that Friday night is their best day of the whole weekend. Oh, wow. So, like, there are I mean, some people that, like, for whatever, you know, because of the type of stuff they're selling or whatever crowd happens to come to that Friday night that time, like, just resonates with that particular vendor, 
and there are times when they're like, yeah, my best sales day was Friday night, like the shortest I mean, day the of all of them. I mean, the Friday day was really good. It was like better than we, I mean, the whole, the whole weekend was better than we anticipated. Like, yeah. I think I made more at show of hands than I did all the December events combined. Holy fuck. Yeah, it was. You hear that, like, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't have Steve at all on Saturday. Yeah. I didn't have him on Friday night or most of Sunday. So it was that, um, you know, nonstop, like, yes. rush. Talk, that, talk, talk. Um, sell, sell, sell. That I love. Yes, because and, it makes time. It I makes the time go by so fast. Yeah, and it just feels great. Um, I didn't have that experience at, like, any other event until the last minute show fans, which was also really great. Um, I did not pay her to say any of this. No. Well, I haven't told you. Um, uh, yeah, the she last doesn't, minute. I don't get a kickback I or think anything. we did about the same um, at the Friday night holiday event as I did at the um, last minute show. Oh, Which nice. was both really yes. good. And I had no idea. Like, I thought, what if I only make, like, 500 bucks? That, right. You know, like that's a possible, it's a four hour show. How much yeah. can I make in a four hour I, show? All Turns I, out a lot. A lot. Well, and it was a weird, it was a weird experiment doing that extra show. I think that it worked very well. And I think that the momentum of it happening multiple times will only help it work more. Like, but that said, it's tricky to, it, it's a thing to remember. Like just because that show worked doesn't mean other one night middle of the week or even one day no, I know, like I know. it it i have to remember that like you know i don't i don't want to push things too far right i also don't want to like overexert myself or kill my own budget because i'm like oh, let's do seven shows um but probably for another episode we'll have to talk about some of the things that are happening with the venue and okay uh, new shows that are well, on a similar Showing topic, up. I want to do um, a whole discussion about, um, and I know we've talked about it before, but like stay, choosing to cha- stay small, like right. choosing to not yeah. grow, to just stay the same, make things better. I mean, to, the thing, the thing that I have to believe, and and I'm this may be completely made up, but based on everything that other vendors have told me. I feel like the key to show of hands being successful for vendors is that we're getting the right customers. Yes. It has nothing to do with the number of customers. Like that way. It, I think that I could market it in a very different way. And sure we could have 40,000 Instagram followers and I could have 20,000 people show up to a show, but would they all walk around and just take selfies of each other? And like, drink beer and like stand around in little clumps and like be in the way or would they spend an average of a hundred dollars a person and like make all every all the vendors have a successful show and like who cares if 10,000 people showed up like I would I've always said this from the very beginning I would rather have 5,000 people come and 4,000 of them buy something than have 20,000 people come and have 6,000 people buy something I would rather have 90% of the shoppers walk away with a purchase than 40%. Like, no matter how big the crowd is. So, like, if I can figure out the magical way to market it, 
to keep bringing the right people and not. So are you going to do the new city ad again? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is like, I do keep just kind of trying oh, things and testing things ad. out. Right. Do you know so like all the new stuff going on with the reader? Yes. I think that's a good, I mean, there's definitely, I'm excited there's for some it. new print things. There's like, obviously like PR that I can be doing that doesn't cost me anything. There's stuff, you know, so it's just, I think it's just being really conscious of oh, maybe you should, did who you get, we're marketing to. Did you get an email from the reader yes. about being a founding member? Yes. You should make show of hands a founding yeah, member. I, know, it's a really I good did idea. it. Cause like the reader was where you found out about everything yeah, when I absolutely. first moved here. It's yeah. where I got all my apartments. Yeah. I think and it's exciting. I mean, it's interesting because I think some people don't believe that like being genuine means anything. Like I think a lot of people are like, Oh, they have this huge budget and they got these sponsors and like this people, these people showed up and like they were on, you know, this TV show or whatever. And like they got mentioned on the, and it's like, yeah, but is any of that real? Like, I yeah. think that people don't understand that, like, genuine, genuine marketing goes so much further. Like, if if all my vendors are telling everyone, like, if you're going to come to one of my shows this year, come to Show of Hands, that's huge. Like, I can't pay for that. Yeah, like, well, I that'll be pay me, for that. Um, next year. It'll be I'm only doing Show well, of right. Hands and there are several. I mean, my there are probably probably ten percent of our vendors. Are, like only do show of hands and don't do any other shows and like are very clear with their customers that like, if you want to see me in person, you have to go to this show. And like, I've never in a million years thought, Oh, I would ever ask anyone to like be exclusive to my show. But guess what? That means something like that yeah. impresses upon people that like, well, why, why would this vendor that I love only do this show? It must be fantastic. Yeah. And then they show up because of that one person and then they attach themselves to 40 new vendors. They all start following those vendors. They all start buying things from those vendors. They come to every show of hands and like that stuff is infectious. Um, this is sort of off topic, but it's something I've been wondering if you can do a survey on or something. Yeah. Um, because I did an event every week from the week before uh, Thanksgiving yeah. to the week of like right before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I sort of had for the first time ever a sense of um, why people come out to these shows, yeah. you know, like are they b actually buying gifts or are they shopping for themselves? And I thought I would watch the crowd change because I've always done show of hands yeah. and that's weekend spot. And I know people aren't buying gifts yet. Right. Um, but I th I suspected I would um, watch the gift giving kind of increase know, increase yeah um, to the point where the last minute show I I was so ready we had our actual gift boxes which I don't usually bring I yeah. usually bring these little um, flat folding ones because they take up less space but we brought whole boxes of the actual boxes and my full packaging. Yeah. Like the cards and yeah. everything. Stickers we were doing the our, whole, yeah. the whole shebang, right? For the free gift wrapping. Yeah. No one was buying gifts. Yeah. They're all shopping for themselves. I, maybe 10% of my sales. I will say gifts. that even though you're saying that, like for what people so are I'm buying wondering. from you. Yeah. Like I'm, the, the gift wrap table 
was fucking on okay. fire. I mean, I was like, trying I, like, to send to the point people there. that next yeah. time, okay, I'm going to staff it. Like, it's not just going to be like volunteers yeah. who come and are like, because there was a point where like three people were all gift wrapping constantly for like an hour and a half. Wow. Um, and there was a line. And so I was like, okay, so clearly this is something people are interested in. Yeah, I wasn't really sure. So yeah. we, I need to up the ante on that next time and make it something that's like sponsored by someone in particular and very much like has clear yeah. s- more signage and has like staffed people. Oh, everyone knew about it because yeah. every time I did get a gift, I'm like the free gift wraps over and there. Like, every single know. person knew. They yeah. knew already. Nice. So, I mean, that at least, like, things like that work out because it's, like, you can just kind of try it. And then it's, like, if nobody gives a shit, then it's, like, well, let's not put effort into that next time. We'll do something different. But, yeah, people responded really well to it. But it is interesting because I think that, like, in Chicago in particular, like, there is always going to be, like, a very split half. Like, half people are buying stuff for themselves, but then they're also buying gifts. And, like, I mean, I definitely did. I bought probably half of what I bought was for myself and half of what I bought was for gifts. Um, yeah. And it's um, interesting because there are going to be, there's, it's going to be like a but that's multi-layered us. crowd of people. Like, like, I don't think we can use ourselves. No. Um, because did you see a lot of the, like this year I pledged to buy 25% of my gifts. I want to punch everyone that posted that because I'm like, that's it. Of my gifts. Like, all, I, all I wanted to do was write, are you serious? That yeah, that's, that's it. not enough. Like that's not a pledge. No, that's a, that's a sad, that makes me depressed that you're doing that little. Yeah. Like it be especially like if you lived in the middle of nowhere in Montana, then fine. Sure. That's a crazy pledge. You live in a metropolitan area filled with possibilities for buying local. And you are like, I'm going to spend 25% of my gift. Where what are the other things you're getting? Are you spending 75% of your holiday shopping on Amazon? I Shame on you. I bought 100% of my gifts. Um, the pledge should be, I pledge yeah. to spend 10%, only 10% on non-local things. I did have to buy a bottle of bourbon at Trader Joe's to go with the aged and infused um, thing. But guess what? I argue, I argue that that is a local purchase. I argue that that is better by a lot yeah. than buying anything on Amazon. And then, well, I did because this you was unplanned. went to a store that employs local people, and Trader Joe's is like a relatively that. non-corporate company. I don't co- know. Maybe compared, they're terrible. Who knows? As compared to other places, I, I did get mad because I got my brother um, coffee beans from Passion House, mm-hmm. and then also. Um, Oh my God, I'm going to forget the name of it. It's down the street from me. Oh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> it's at Lawrence in Sacramento and he roasts his own beans there. Oh, and um, fuck me. Why don't I know the name of it? Something. We'll I don't it know. We'll, I'm terrible. We'll, post it. we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> because he's, my brother's really into like everywhere he goes, like locally roasted oh, coffee nice. beans. Yeah. Right. And I know this. So that's what I got him for Christmas. And I'm telling my mom this on Christmas day, he's yeah. in California. I'm at her house and she wants to know what I got him. And she gives him, she has this look on her face and I go, does he not have a coffee grinder? She's like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
he's like such a coffee like snob. Super coffee he doesn't have a coffee grinder. Apparently, he goes to this place, like oh, farmers market, and they grind it for him. And I'm like, I just get on my phone really yeah. quick and I order him a coffee grinder Absolutely. on Amazon to be delivered. Absolutely, because. I can't give him like two pounds of coffee yeah, that he, he can't, can't use. I mean, that's the thing is so like, I did have to do that. I don't know. I think it's weird that like <laughs> there are times when I think, Oh, I can't compare. I can't, you know, hold other people to the same standard, but I'm also I want like, to. I'm also like, no, I can. Cause it's real easy. Like it was I don't, so easy. Like I buy stuff on Amazon too. I've ordered like three things on Amazon in the last two weeks, but guess what? I can't buy fucking car mats from a local vendor. I can't, you sure. know what I mean? Like there's, there are certain things that like, yes, are a matter of convenience or are just easier or yeah, are just cheaper. Yeah. And like, that's fair. But guess what? If, if you added up all the money I've spent, especially on gifts, especially on gifts, if you've added up all the money for a year, if I've, let's just make up a number. If I've spent a thousand dollars on gifts for an entire year, $900 of that has been spent locally. Yeah. Or with and it, and even if it's not local, it's independent. So maybe yeah, it's yeah. I bought earrings from someone sure, that yeah. is in Michigan and they shipped it to me. Like it it is ignorant. And I mean that in the nicest way possible, but it is ignorant to believe that spending 25% of your gift gift like that's crazy. No. It, it, that's I mean, not c- enough. Let's try that's 50. not impressive. Like let's try go 50. Go for 50 at least. Like and then realize that you're a bad person and go for 75. Also, I <laughs> I'm going to argue that the practice is contagious because Absolutely. When Steve and I first started making the commitment to do that like many years ago, yeah. um we noticed that our family members would start giving us yes. the same things back. Nice. So like I got hand or the last several years, my mother-in-law gives me handmade soap that she goes to a craft fair to get. Nice. Because yeah, she knows she that that's what like I want. That, yeah. I just think that it's like, it, it's, it's also the whole like be the change you want to see in the world bullshit. Like, yeah. If you don't like that capital one has a coffee shop in your neighborhood. So gross. Like if you think that's disgusting, then show like fucking prove it next to the Amazon bookstore. Prove it. Like you're an asshole. And I'm really sorry. Everybody that loves target. Fuck you. Like, did you see that thing that went around? Somebody had some design that was like, you can shop local and love target. And I I was, I, all I wanted to do was write that came out after we all of you. I, I wanted to my friend oh my God, about that. I wanted yeah. to be like, and Agreed. every person that was a small business owner yeah. that posted that, I wanted to be like, yeah. you deserve to go under. Your business deserves to fail. Yeah. And I know that sounds real harsh and real mean, but shame the fuck on you. Here's the thing. You, no one, you shouldn't <laughs> love Target. Oh my God. I can't remember the exact d- wording of it because I picked oh, it apart. Right. But no, I think it. I think it literally I said it you did. can shop local and, and love, love Target. Target. And my whole point was like, you're not supposed to love Target. You're supposed to deal with the fact that it might be Sometimes, easy for you to shop at Target. No, you like, shouldn't you love buy it. your um, paper towels Thank you. and shampoo That's and shit is there. Like, these are people, but do you love these are it? People who are literally like, you, I bought a cool T-shirt at Target. Shame on you. So okay, so person that makes jewelry you fucking love target yeah 
are you not mad if somebody's like, oh, I was going to buy your necklace, but instead I bought the shitty necklace that was made in Taiwan for half the price at Target. So you're not, do you still love Target? Or do you hate the fact that your, your bills now don't get paid? Like, I just, I think that, um, I, sometimes I worry about um, the fact that some people will counter argue with, well, that's what I can afford. Then you're spending your <sighs> money wrong. I do kind of get because I can't afford a lot of things. Um, but then you can't, but that's not, those are different people. I'm not yeah. talking about those people. I'm talking sure. about yeah. the person. So who we are owns, only talking about the people that can yeah. afford it, but and, choose but to spend their money at Target. It. The people who literally base their livelihoods on people not shopping at Target yeah, and then yeah. love Target. No, like, I don't it love, would, it would I li- used to love Target. It literally would to. be like me owning a local coffee shop and then being like, I really fucking love these some Frappuccinos from Starbucks. Yeah. And, like, posting it on my Instagram that I love fucking Frappuccinos. Like, that, it is the same thing. And if you don't think it's the same thing, you need to read four articles about Target and, what, like, where money comes from and how things are produced and the unethical manufacturing practices that they have and the companies that they buy from. Like, give a shit a little bit instead of being like, it's cool and trendy for me to like Target. You're a terrible person. Sorry. I hate to tell you that. And if I'm the one that has to make you feel bad for it, well, then I've done my job. No, I agree. Because I just feel like I'm not trying, I'm not in any way trying to tell people, like, don't spend a penny on Amazon and don't spend a penny at Target. But the fact is, is, like, I haven't been to a Target in four years. Where do you get your... The um, grocery store. Paper towels? The grocery store. The grocery store. Is that <laughs> the better? local grocery store? Oh, yeah. Who cares if it's better? I'm okay. not giving my money to Target. If you told me right now that in the last year I've spent forty extra dollars on paper towels, I oh. don't care. Th- I'm glad. I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I gave forty dollars to the people in my neighborhood who work at the local grocery store instead of Target. I mean, we go to Target um, maybe once every month and a half ish. For like to get supplies, stuff like that. Right, you're not buying like an infinity scarf for your mom. But like the grocery, see, we don't go to the same kind of grocery store you go to. Yeah, we no, go to Harvest true. Time. Oh, right. And yeah, no. Trader Joe's. I go to like, and they don't have. Well, I, go to, I mean, I guess they do have paper towels at. Um, but they cost twelve dollars. No, um, I'm really picky about my paper towels. I only buy a certain kind. I just think. I just <laughs> think. So if we look at it from a business standpoint. And you, if we all say like, what is Target's purpose? What should we be buying from Target? And what things are actually toilet like, paper. like you should literally be buying fucking shampoo and toilet paper and Tylenol and tampons and like nah, a scraper. For, oh yeah, tampons. I do have Lola tampons. That's true. Shout out to Lola. Get it. We'll do an ad for you. Um, but like the, a scraper for your car. Sure. Uh, some Windex. Um, the latest weird flavor of Oreos. All of these are appropriate things to buy at Target. What you should not be buying at Target, and no one can say that they're not, is uh, greeting cards. I don't know how Target still continues to sell greeting cards. That shocks oh, the hell I out of me. Lots of people probably buy so, them like, there. You shouldn't be buying greeting cards at Target. You shouldn't be buying candles or jewelry or clothing of any kind unless it's like for your children because okay. that's affordable. I have a great shout out. Ooh, a good um, shout out. Because I heard from a few people like, oh, yeah, but I had to get these toys at Target or Amazon. 
because that you know it's that's all. what the child wants and we have to do what the well, child wants i think that <laughs> you can still do that okay there's a toy store on lincoln um lincoln and school timeless called, tots um no timeless tots is in or timeless toys is in oh, uh, lincoln toys. square which um they're good for like um more little kid toys yeah. i think because i did go in there looking for my um niece and nephew and uh, they didn't really have what we were looking for. But um, building blocks. I Hold on. Let me make sure I get it right. Building blocks, toys. Um, it's on Lincoln. They, it, it's my favorite toy store in the entire city. Um, first of all, I had to go get my 11-year-old cousin a toy boy cousin yeah. who I've seen maybe five times in my entire life, a Christmas gift. Cause we're going this Saturday and I like kind of look around. Steve's getting stuff for our nephew, which is fairly easy. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I can't do this. And a woman, you know, coming around asking everyone if they need help. It's You're like, like, I need the help. Friday before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I have no idea what to get my 11 year old cousin he likes legos but he probably has all of them so yeah i don't want to get him legos she picks out two things this like um like magnetic putty it's oh. putty but it's magnetic and it comes with a magnet so mm. you can like stretch it and make it do things and like they have all different kinds of versions like glow in the dark ones and this and that yeah She's like, the kids really love she's like love get this, this. The magnetic one's cool I'm like okay slime is big and then she walks over to the games and um picks up this one game that i still have no idea what it does but it's a game she's like it's really popular i'm like done yeah like i'll get those two things um we've gotten the kids gifts there um for birthdays too um just like so many little things like these little Japanese erasers that are in All shapes of animals like and stuff. animals yeah, and food and those. stuff. I threw those in my niece's gift and they're like, of course, one of her favorite things. She likes yes. tiny things. Aww. And this like sound changer thing that we got for our nephew, which the kids fought over and it was like their favorite thing. It was like the yeah. first time Aunt you, Michelle like, and Uncle Steve got something. That on the toys. Yeah, like we nice. high fived. <laughs> Um, and the woman, they wrap all your guests for free Aww. in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, uh, she's like, oh yeah, every time my kid comes in the store, he picks up the sound changer, the voice changer thing. And messes with So we're like, oh yeah, we're, we've got this. Um, it's the best store. And they like thanked us for shopping there instead of somewhere else. And we're right? like, of and course, this is I, like, the best place. I just don't get it. I don't get how, like, why do you not want to go to, like, even if everything you bought was also on a shelf at Target and cost forty percent less. Well, might cost right. less. Like I don't know. Even in that scenario, when people argue that, I'm like, so you, but you want, you would rather that toy store fail. You would rather that toy store go away forever, and Target continue on into perpetuity until after you're dead. You, that's what you would rather do for twenty bucks. R really? Like, re that's how you really feel? I'd rather buy the kids less stuff. Right. And get it from a good place like i would rather live in a world where like i tell the kids like yeah i know you wanted this specific lego set that's only sold at target but guess what auntie emily supports local businesses here's why and this is where i bought it from here's this cool thing that you can't get anywhere else and then you'll like it just as much because you're a child yeah and like maybe it's important to 
spread that feeling instead of like go to this garbage place that's like no one cares about and that the tr employees are treated badly and like all the stuff that's there is made in a foreign country by factory workers like why do you want to support that i don't understand it right. it doesn't it it blows my mind but i know that it's literally just most of it is laziness most of it is just like this is easy I go here, and I yeah, also, except for, I like, also I'm understand. Crazy busy, and I, I manage to go that, and like, do it. That like ninety percent of the country is not like Chicago. Like I also understand that. I okay. also understand that like Target. If Target were was to try to survive in Chicago, it wouldn't work out. It wouldn't. It couldn't be a store as a thing. In, that's why there's like that's why there's no WalMarts here. We did kick there, a few of them out, right? Like. There's still that one in, like, yeah. Lakeview, Lincoln park -ish. And so there's, like, that sense of, like, if the world, if the whole world was the way Chicago is and had the availability of, like, look. So that's why when I don't criticize Target um, as a whole, because I understand that there are, pla there are like, fucking, like, shopping deserts and food deserts yeah. in, all over yeah. the country where, like, you have to drive four miles to get to a grocery store. Like we're lucky that we live in a place where like I can walk to four different grocery stores and three different coffee shops. And there are 12 different adorable boutiques that only sell local independently made things. Like that's, I am, that's a privilege. Right. And, and we so need then, to take advantage right, of it. And so or when, it will go away. So when you live in this city yeah. and you are not spending 97% of your money. <laughs> I agree. On, it doesn't, yeah. it's like, well, then you shouldn't live here. Why do you live here? What's the yeah. point? Like, you have so much amazing stuff at your fingertips, and you are still going to Target? That's so weird. I'm going to make the same argument for, like, food, like, eating out and stuff, Absolutely. too. Like, yes. Like, if you, like, you live in Chicago and then you're eating Subway? No. Why? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Go to a local sub shop. Like, is it just a comfort thing? Is it a, like... I know what I'm getting or it's like I saw it on TV and I'm just a robot that like felt like flashing lights are flashing and I'm like, oh, go to the sandwich place now. Like, is it literally just like human conditioning and we're all following the leader? I don't like, know. It, it shocks the hell out of me. I mean, yeah, I will. That the thing that I totally forgot about that pledge thing. It, I mean, it. I forgot about it, it too until just now. It, it really did. Off. I was just disappointed. I was because so I didn't want to like raise my hand. It's like um, I'm going to do way better than right. That. Like all I felt was like if I, any comment I make, anything yep. that I comment, I'm going to come off like a piece of yep. shit asshole. Like, and well, then I, well, and then start I start your own. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I thought, well, then I'm going to do a pledge for show of hands next year. That's like, yeah. these are some real statistics about how much money you could be spending and where. And that, like, it doesn't mean I I'm rich and that's and that I have the privilege to buy these things. Like, if you have $20 to spend, why are you spending it at Target or the dollar store? Like, we, yes, of course, it can't go as far. But, like, the value of what you're going to buy is, is infinitesimally. Like, it's so much higher. And you get to feel good about the yeah. fact that you gave it to this person that made it instead of a giant corporation that does not give a shit about you. And it, it actually does feel good. Like, 
Absolutely. Every time you look at the thing you bought, every like yeah. the stuff that I buy from show of hands, like every time I like I'm literally wearing a scarf made by Sophia. My shirt is made by Kate. My belt is made by Jess. Like my earrings are made by fucking Michelle Starbucks <laughs> that's sitting across from me. The other earrings I'm wearing are made by a company called 165 Jewelry that's in Columbus, Ohio that I met oh, at yeah, Renegade. Like what? Why? Who, my fucking engagement ring is made by Dallas Maynard. Like, why do I not want all of those things attached to me? Like, if I'm going to spend my money on bullshit material items, they should at least have some sort of meaning to me. Like, it just I'm gonna seems counterbalance weird. that so people don't feel bad <laughs> and admit the, the fact that all my clothes came from Lou and Gray. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but how much of your holiday shopping was with local people? A hundred percent. Right? Except for that coffee grinder. <laughs> that I feel really bad about. <laughs> well, yeah, but the irony of the coffee grinder is that it was a vehicle for you allowing the other gifts you bought yeah. to be more, like, easier I to did, enjoy. I, it, it pissed me off that it ruined my perfect <laughs> your, record. Your perfect record. <laughs> um... And I'm, I'm not sure how I could have done it differently, to be honest. I'm sure there's a kitchen store that I could oh, have bought right. it from. Yes, of course. Um, it would have but taken... But it was like the day of. And I you know, needed it. It was just a, Like, I was trying to fix it. I think that's the key, though, yeah. is like, I think that people could really sit back and go, okay, how much am I actually spending? And like, couldn't I spend more? Because I, I don't think it's a matter of like spend 25%, spend 40%, spend 80%. Like, I think it's more like, do you currently spend 0%? Then go for 10. Like, go for, try, Well, maybe try. that's what they were right? going for. But like, for. so then it shouldn't be a blanket pledge. Because 25% would be less right. for us. I w- right. I would be now having to, yeah. I would be forced to go buy a bunch of shit from Target. Sure. But like the whole, the whole thing should be instead of just a blanket, like this percentage, it should, because that's assuming that you, that, that, that pledge was assuming that you spend less than 25%, yeah. which I yeah, think yeah, is yeah, unfair. Yeah. yeah. And so I think if it was more like whatever you currently spend or whatever you spent last year, think about it and then spend twice as much. Yes. On double it. Double it. If you spent $150 on local things last year out of the $10,000 that you spent, try 300 yeah. instead of 150 like just increase it like and then see how it makes you feel like instead of making it some kind of like I don't know because then that when you're trying to like bring up a situation that someone like we think about it all the time but there is a huge part of the population that never thinks about it yeah like there's a huge part of the population that they work for corporations they work they don't th- they don't know what it is to like have to pay bills or else you get evicted from your shop that you own or like having to make sure you have enough product to like keep going or fill store orders. Like there are people that just have regular normal jobs. Oh, I also forget that there are people that their gift giving, um, is like buying someone an Apple watch. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) I know which you can't get. (laughs) Well, and every once in a while, don't you like see a TV commercial randomly sometimes and you're like, Oh fuck! People are buying like cars. cars? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you bought somebody a car for Christmas? Well, put a bow on it. I, You're an asshole. No, I think so. <laughs> when I was waiting for the bus to get here today, 
I haven't been outside very much in the last three weeks. Yeah. It felt like everyone I was watching had brand new everything. Oh, for sure. And it felt like these were their Christmas gifts yes. and stuff. I'm like, oh, people get big yeah. gifts for Christmas. Yeah. They also get like... We don't do that. They also get like <laughs> big gifts and multiple gifts from like everyone in their family. Yeah. And like, I get like one thing. I'll get like something little from Josh and then like my dad usually gives me a check. My dad will write me a check, which I'm always like, nice. sweet, that pays my phone bill. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like I might get a box of like random stuff like from my brother's family. Um, Steve and I don't exchange gifts because we don't celebrate Care. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we're just like, you know. Whatever. Like, I can't, ugh, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, <laughs> but like... <laughs> Um, whatever. We don't celebrate Christmas because we're not religious. So therefore we don't, um, we celebrate Christmas up into the point where we're like, cool, this is a day where everything is closed and we automatically have a day off and that's great. And I don't have to read my email or respond to anyone. Yeah. And that's what Um, Christmas is. (laughs) But like, you know, our moms want to give us stuff yes. and it's hard. They ask, what do you want? And you're like, nothing. I know. I yeah. buy all the things. Like I told Steve's mom, I'm like, um, chocolate would be great. So she got me right. a ton of like those Ghirardelli chocolate nice. squares and different flavors. Like cool. th- that's what Thanks. I want. Yeah. Like, yeah, I there am- was a point where, I mean, I think this year, like when like turning 40, I was just like, people need to not ask us what we want for Christmas anymore. Like it feels real. Like, we don't have children. We get it. We don't expect you to send us a bunch of stuff. We know that there are no babies that are getting presents. Like, well, like and that it's totally fine. And I said, I don't want anybody to feel obligated to send me anything. Like yeah. I don't, I, I would rather you spend money on your own children or yourselves. Sure. Like you don't need to buy I think me there shit. Are th- like food <laughs> gifts are great. My mom bought, she basically goes to, they have this really good grocery store in Rockford. Yeah. Shockingly. Shocking. Yeah. Um, and they have, a huge gluten-free section. Oh, wow. So she wow. just raided the gluten-free oh, section. that's nice. And wrapped everything individually. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, we got a bottle of wine yeah. as a gift. That's I think a great that's gift. Fun. I mean, like, if somebody gets me a present and it's like, I saw this and you had to have it, then I'm like, well, thank you. That's nice. Yeah. Like, you thought about it. But, like, if somebody's just getting me, like, arbitrary Ooh, I stuff, it. that feels a little weird. I already forgot about this because I got it like way before Christmas but Monica bought me a bath pillow and it's nice. fucking awesome <laughs> also does it well, have I a have dry a... erase board attached to it <laughs> <laughs> no uh, it also awesome. she That's also got me um, a suction cup wine glass holder and oh, a plastic shit. wine glass which uh, I haven't been able to drink because I've been sick no but, but that's um, genius yeah I had one. She had actually, it was the second time she's bought me both things, <laughs> but I lost them oh, nice. somehow in a move. So she bought them for me again. Nice. That's like yeah. the best present ever. But I, um, taken like a million baths since I've been sick. Yeah. So the bath pillow has been, oh, I didn't even realize you could have a suction cupped <laughs> bath pillow. I feel like I didn't even know it's a it's, little thing. It's, it's amazing. Changer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we went from having like a straight up and down bathtub, like to having the one we have now has like an actual like, sp- like sloped side to it where like you lay on, you oh. know what I mean? Like instead of it being like our old bathtub was just an old, it was just a basin. So it had I no, ours is there was no like slopey. arch to it. So it's like not now good, we, though. yeah, ours has like a, you know, not a jacuzzi thing, but like that kind of a 
sloped back where and i was yeah. like oh this is what a bathtub should be like like who's who's just like sitting upright in their bathtub oh ours has a slight <laughs> slope but like it wasn't comfy right no now it's comfy. i usually my bath pillow tends to be like a folded washcloth <laughs> that's okay, my bath this, pillow um You'll have to I'm send pretty me, sure hers is from Daiso, okay. that um, chain yeah. that's out on the West Coast. Nice. That with all the like Japanese. I mean, I things. definitely want to get a suction cup wine holder. But it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> for um, sure. <laughs> and the plastic wine glass to go with it, nice. stemmed and everything. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. See, that's a good gift. Yeah. Oh, and there are bath salts with it too that oh. were like. Um, She's smart. Uh. They were they're made somewhere in Washington, nice. with like sea salt, which I don't think I've had a sea salt a sea salt one before. Nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Where I was gonna say something else. There, oh, we should do um a gift guide like a partnership oh, yeah. with the podcast and sure. show of hands, or not. I don't. <laughs> Well, or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because my first thought was like, there needs to be a gift guide that like covers like local, all local things, but that wouldn't be like all show of hands people. Well, no, that, but that doesn't have to be show of hands. I was trying to make it less work. Like, yeah. right. you no, do a gift guide for show of hands, right? And then we'll do another gift guide. Um, I mean, I think we could definitely like it could still be. Uh, I want to focus on things that people think that they can't yeah. get locally, yeah, for sure. I guess, yeah. is what I want to do. Not the same shit you always see in right. the gift guides. Right. Like, yeah, we already know those exist. Right. We know you can get this and this and this. So yeah. ours would be the, like, challenge you to buy things locally that you didn't I've think you could. I've thought about doing, like, when I always, when I kind of imagine, like, having, like, a blog again, which... <laughs> I don't know, know that that will ever happen because Jesus Christ, I don't need another thing no, to do. No, you don't. But like whenever I imagine it, I always think like one of the post, like if I had a series, you know, different series category things to post about, like one of them would be like, like you think you should buy this. Like I, remember how Real Simple, or maybe they still do this, Real Simple Magazine would always do like, here's the top 10 hot sauces and there would be like a little t you know it'd be like a picture and like a little teeny like mini review of like this yeah. hot sauce and this hot sauce and this hot sauce and it at costs least this one much magazine and i much. get does that right and then there'd be one that's like the best you know like i don't know pots for your kitchen or something yeah. so i was thinking it would be a cool thing to be like you think that you need to buy this at target or this at williams sonoma or yeah. this at on Amazon, but like you could just buy this, like so, kind of like a compare side by side comparison of like, like yes, I can see why you would buy this thing. Here's some here's some pros and cons or whatever. Keep talking, I'm gonna back but away. But like, while you I... should probably buy this thing. Like, wouldn't it be better if you went and got it from this local vendor? And here's like reasons why that would be better. So it's almost like instead of saying like shame on you for wanting this thing over here, sure. it should be like you decide. Like we're going to point out like this like yes, you can get this in a day and the shipping is $4. So it'd be like the opposite of when you see the like um 
uh, like budget buy thing and be like, look, you can spend more on yeah. this thing, but get it at the right or place. Like, or like shock you and re- make you realize like, oh, you thought you were saving money on this thing? Well, guess what? This is the same price. I think we would learn yeah. a lot. I think that people it, like, would suddenly realize like, oh, like I was going to buy my mom this necklace, but like I could have just bought this cool necklace. Like that, Well, but I think no... people know how to get like yeah. handmade jewelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I think it'd there's be for still, it would hard be cool things. to like kind of point out to people like what the reality is instead of just like people have a lot of assumptions. People make a yeah. lot of assumptions about yeah. like like there are people that just don't even come to show of hands because they have all these assumptions about like everything's gonna, is going to be expensive and yeah. like I mean literally one person can say like oh this is too expensive or that everything at that show was too expensive. It's like, well, but that's your definition of expensive. Yeah. And now you just made a bunch of people think that everything there is expensive, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's a relative term. Like, and also like things being made well is a relative term and things being like shipping, being fast or slow or costing too much. Like all of that's relative. Yeah. Like it's, it's someone's opinion. Yeah. But it would be nice to be like, you can here's this and here's spend this. Spend in your means. Yeah. Within your means. And also you can just decide, like, I want to spend my money better or I want to spend, you know, like people, people have this weird sense that like I have this finite amount of money and I'd rather, I'd rather buy 25 things with that amount of money instead of 20 things with that amount of money. And it's like, well, maybe you should just think about like, if that's not important to you, then maybe we'll never persuade you. I There's still like... I want to say our parents' generation Mm -hmm. um, that wanting to have more things than less things that are are of a better quality. Um, Maybe Marie Kondo's thing will help us. Okay. (laughs) I watched even less of that TV show than I read of the book. Oh, yeah? I could not. No. No. I'm pretty into it. That first family was just oh. <laughs> insufferable. Uh, well, yeah, you I have to kind not, of get past the family. Couldn't do it. The second one is really the second one was really good. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> no, it's pre- I like it. I think it's pretty cute. I mean, she's like unbearably adorable. Like she's kind of it's like painful how cute she is, Marie Kondo. Like she's just. I couldn't even focus oh on her. She's so she's like the tiniest little creature. I, d- I mean, like. You just want to. I mean, if that motivates people to clean, oh for sure, then that's cool. Then like, yeah, the show that you? motivates me to clean hoarders, hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's some. So there yeah. was one, one of her epi- because the first one was pretty mild. The first one was like, so these people just need to like clean their kitchen. Like, come on, like it just it felt yeah. a little like. Do these people really need to do anything? Like, just like, maybe take five minutes to d- maybe get your husband to like help. Like, that's what it felt like. Yeah. But then there's some of the further on episodes. There's one where, like, the lady literally has, like, an entire room filled with Christmas shit. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh, no, this lady's a hoarder. Like, this is this has gone I beyond hoarding. with not just the TV show Hoarders, because that's not on anymore. Yeah. But Hoarders in general, like, if I'm walking around a neighborhood oh and God, looking and in windows and I spot Oh, like that lady that that's like on, what street is that on? Wilson? <sighs> The lady that used to own Mode. Oh, I don't know where she lives. She lives on, I want to say, it must not be. It, Mode is still there, though. Oh, is it still there? Yeah. Um. So her house is like on the other street parallel to Damon. So like the next, whatever the next street. East or west. So Polina? Is that Polina? No, Hermitage. 
No. Shit. Fuck. I don't live there anymore, so I don't know what the streets are. East, though? Oh, then it must be Winchester. East. It must be Winchester. Hermitage is east of Ravenswood. Right. So it must be Winchester. Okay. Um, which is hilarious because I lived on Winchester, yeah. so I should know what street it's on. But so behind where that store is, like her is her house, and we went to a yard sale there once. Oh like my she had a yard God, sale. God, that so sounds she, amazing. She has one of those like more Victorian style houses where it has like a roofed front porch, mm-hmm. like the whole front porch mm-hmm. is really big, like almost a room. And it, I kid you not, she had stuff like like Tetris style oh. gridded from floor to ceiling and up to like the edges of like what would have been windows if it was not if it was like a screened in porch it was filled with just stuff just stuff <laughs> like pieces of wood did you get anything boxes um josh did josh got like a record set like this really old vintage like 45s set that she like tried to haggle him on and he's like I'm not giving you more than four dollars like five dollars for this and she was like and she's insane she's one of those people I that know, like I've, I love mode she'll have yeah. stuff like at that yard sale even she had stuff that was like literally trash and she was like forty five dollars and we're like um, yeah. try two yeah she always puts <laughs> like chairs and stuff outside yes, on the, on the yeah. sidewalk and it's like this is not worth what you're no. asking Every, I mean and she it's because she's a hoarder and she actually doesn't like there was we've there was like a dish of random like pins and jewelry and stuff in there that I remember like each individual one like they were all like many of them were broken or had like a piece <laughs> missing and every single one you picked up had a price tag on it and like the cheapest thing in there was like a little tiny pin that was like eight dollars oh jeez and we're like okay this lady's delusional like hmm. but she definitely I mean. She, that was that was probably the most up close and personal I've ever seen, like an actual hoarder. There was a house in Pilsen that I walk by every day, that was on like a corner, like, um, like probably lot and a half, yeah. maybe even double lot actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was huge, and um, the like extra part of the lot was like overgrown weeds and trees and stuff, um. And I refer to the house as Great Gardens, oh, of course. Sure. Um, yeah. And I would constantly monitor any changes any in the shit going on from the windows. There's there was like a dog that was always oh in the no. yard that I just like talked to bad and for. stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's like the house we pass on. Um, is on Monard? over here oh yeah, here yeah i know what you're talking the about. one that has yeah. the like I'm covered totally wagon fascinated. in the front yard <laughs> and um, they've had several city it. violation things on their windows like over the past i don't want to be in months. the hoarding oh, no. situation no. you're just like, fascinated by it yeah yeah so look, probably ever since watching great gardens yes. a million years ago yeah that there's another started the there's another great gardens show have you seen it no. i think it's on netflix it's like a pre-documentary documentary. Like it's, um, I think it's on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called oh. either. I'll, lo- I'll look it up for you. Um, no, I was just, I was thinking for a sec, the um, like documentary spoof. Oh, with Bill Hader oh, and yeah. Fred Armisen. Yeah, that's that, really funny. that might be my second favorite thing that's ever. That's really funny. It's so good. I've watched that I remember watching times. that and Josh like didn't know what Grey Gardens was. Like he oh. didn't know what they were referencing. And I was like, oh, well then we have to go to hmm. YouTube right now. 
and like watch what they're referencing because it's pretty amazing. I was like, it's spot on. They're doing a good job. Oh yeah, it really. Yeah, if you haven't watched Great Gardens, I'm sure most people have because it's one of the best documentaries (laughs) of all time. The universe. Yeah. I I think I probably watched it the first time like with my mouth open the whole time because I never experienced. Yeah. Like just so many yeah it's well yeah it makes you unbelievable realize like that humans are interesting (laughs) crazy yeah um i'm also obsessed with crazy people do we want to wrap this well yeah we should we have to along okay um and then we'll do another we're gonna keep recording stream of conscious style yeah because we're not i want to hit on like our goals and shit. Yes. Right? And yeah. Some, we'll get kind of specific-y. We had to get this out of our system. It's our first pancake. Yeah. We had to do the first pancake. You all can throw it away now. Or give it to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can give it to your dog. <laughs> move on to the next one. <laughs> I kind of get... I kind of hope that people... That some people, like, listen for, like, 10 or 15 minutes and then are like, no, next. But which is fine. That's fine. Yeah. They just don't get That's to hear what it is. our terrible stories when, that are later in the episode. That's fine. Um, so I guess for New Year's sake, we should remind people that we're on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And we I'll, are. I'll try to like get that back up and running since I have it's not fine. posted on there I, at... I've thought about months. posting in the Facebook group so many times. And, and then they're like, like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's the case with a bunch of people where they're like... I was going to post something, but then like, who's going to respond to it? No it's one? fine. It's fine. We, we will needed, again. We needed a break. You know what? February is the new January. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Well, so the, if you're not following us on Instagram, do that. Pancake town podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. Cause maybe we'll get some momentum going here and start posting some things on there. Yeah. Um, and then our Patreon is still going. It is. Um, and we're going to record a ton of rants today oh, yeah. so that you will rants. only hear if you are a $5 subscriber or more. Yep. So you can go on there. I think it's just patreon.com slash Pancake Town podcast. Mm-hmm. Or you just search Pancake Town. It'll come up. Um, what else? We don't really care about iTunes anymore. No one cares about iTunes. No. And, oh, I want to do a rant about reviews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, go write us a review if you want. And then we'll, or not. And then we'll complain about it. It'll be great. Or, I don't know, people who have, like, nice things to say don't write reviews. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's what I've yeah. decided. Yeah. I mean, it's true of everything. Like, people who, have, people who are positive and have nice things to say, like, you'll never find out. I and don't then, write reviews. Yeah. Yeah. I have great experiences all the time. And I'm not, like... Let me go. I think we should just eliminate reviews for everything. So, well, it's, no more reviews. It's because everybody feels like their opinion is valid and we shouldn't be giving people. Because nope. guess what? Not everyone's opinion is valid. So don't write us a review. <laughs> I don't want it. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> if you want to write one, write it to yourself and then throw it in the garbage. <laughs> we don't want to see it. Um, I think that's it. We're both really tired. I'm not that tired. I'm oh, just no, like I'm really tired. Um, not at a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. You know, we're at twenty five percent. So many good names I'm for this I'm episode. 20, I'm twenty five percent local. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. All right. Oh, Shame okay. on all of you. 
<laughs> Is that your new sign? <laughs> yeah, shame on all of you for all the terrible things you do. Um, oh. We'll see you next time. Thanks for coming back and listening to us again. If you're new here, we're sorry. <laughs> you should probably go listen to old shame episodes. Shame on you, and we're sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Bye. Bye.